Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Proverbs chapter 23. When you sit to dine with a ruler, note well what is before you, and put a knife to your throat if you're given to gluttony. Do not crave his delicacies, for that food is deceptive. Do not wear yourself out to get rich. Do not trust in your own cleverness. Cast but a glance at riches, and they're gone, for they will surely sprout wings and fly off to the sky like an eagle. Do not eat the food of a begrudging host. Do not crave his delicacies, for he is the kind of person who's always thinking about the cost. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. You will vomit up the little you have eaten and will have wasted your compliments. Do not speak to fools, for they will scorn your prudent words. Do not move an ancient boundary stone or encroach on the fields of the fatherless, for their defender is strong. He will take up their case against you. Apply your heart to instruction and your ears to words of knowledge. Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you punish them with the rod, they will not die. Punish them with the rod and save them from death. My son, if your heart is wise, then my heart will be glad indeed. My inmost being will rejoice when your lips speak what is right. Do not let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. There is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. Listen, my son, and be wise, and set your heart on the right path. Do not join those who drink too much wine or gorge themselves on meat, for drunkards and gluttons become poor, and drowsiness clothes them with rags. Listen to your father who gave you life, and do not despise your mother when she's old. Buy the truth and do not sell it. Wisdom, instruction, and insight as well. The father of a righteous child has great joy. A man who fathers a wise son rejoices in him. May your father and mother rejoice. May she who gave you birth be joyful. My son, give me your heart and let your eyes delight in my ways. For an adulterous woman is a deep pit and a wayward wife is a narrow well. Like a bandit, she waits and multiplies the unfaithful among men. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has strife? Who has complaints? Who has needless bruises? Who has bloodshot eyes? Those who linger over wine, who go to sample bowls of mixed wine. Do not gaze at wine when it's red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly. In the end, it bites like a snake and poisons like a viper. Your eyes will see strange sights 
and your mind will imagine confusing things. You will be like one sleeping on the high seas, lying on top of the rigging. They hit me, you will say, but I'm not hurt. They beat me, but I don't feel it. When will I wake up so I can find another drink? So this proverb concludes with lots of warnings about too much alcohol, and some of them are kind of amusing. But verse 4 admonishes us not to spend our entire lives trying to get wealthy. Verse 4, do not wear yourself out to get rich. Do not trust in your own cleverness. Cast but a glance at riches and they're gone, for they will surely sprout wings and fly off to the sky like an eagle. And so if you don't have wealth, it often seems that um, uh, if you had wealth, all your problems would go away. It's not true. And in fact, um, having wealth only settles one aspect of your life, and that's how am I going to pay my bills. But your entire life can be wasted in the attempt to gain riches. And that's what the the writer Solomon here is trying to tell us, that um, your efforts at life are better spent than just solely in trying to gain wealth. Boundary stones are mentioned in uh, verse 10 And you may recall that boundary stones were designated by the Lord in Israel's founding. And um, as a metaphor, uh, boundary stones refer to our inheritance. So verse 10, do not move an ancient boundary stone or encroach on the fields of the fatherless. For their defender is strong, he will take up their case against you. So this this proverb is really talking about um, encroaching or coveting something that's not yours, especially that of an orphan. There's another endorsement for using corporal punishment when raising children, verse 13 and 14. Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you punish them with the rod, they will not die. Punish them with the rod and save them from death. Now, you could say that using a rod is passe if you literally used a rod, and it certainly could be abusive. But in the day in which it was written, it was not... um, a rod that would beat someone black and blue. It was more like a switch. There's some father's advice uh, given within this on drinking. And then there's a long section, an extended section of observations concerning excessive drinking. So first, the father's advice, verse 19. Listen, my son, and be wise. Set your heart on the right path. Do not join those who drink too much wine or those who gorge themselves on meat. For drunkards and gluttons become poor, and drowsiness clothes them in rags. So that is good standalone advice against excessive drinking and becoming a a drunkard and a lazy, gluttonous drunkard at that, not just a drunkard. And so the upshot of it is the father is advising his son that you'll be poor, and um, you'll end up in rags if you pursue this course of action. And then in verse 29 until the end of the proverb, there's a very interesting uh, set of observations about the perils of excessive drinking, and it includes some descriptions of how you feel when you've had too much to drink. So listen now to the words of of, uh, Proverbs 23, verse 29 and following. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has strife? Who has complaints? Who has needless bruises? Who has bloodshot eyes? Those who linger over wine 
who go to sample bowls of mixed wine. Do not gaze at the wine when it's red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly. In the end, it bites like a snake and poisons like a viper. Your eyes will see strange things, and your mind will imagine confusing things. You will be like one sleeping on the high seas, lying on top of the rigging. They hit me, you will say, but I'm not hurt. They beat me, but I don't feel it. When will I wake up so I can find another drink? And so these these um, observations, if you will, or these statements about drinking could be applied broadly to anyone who's ever had too much to drink. But the idea of bloodshot eyes, needless bruises, um, your eyes seeing strange sights, confusing things, uh, feeling like, like you're on the high seas with the room rolling back and forth and then Finally, the statement, when can I wake up so I can find another drink? This is talking about someone who has really fallen into alcohol abuse and excessive drinking. We know from the scriptures from beginning to end that the Lord uh, condemns excessive drinking. And so the, the proverb, the writer of the Proverbs is admonishing us to be careful. If, uh, if you indulge in alcohol, don't indulge excessively or you'll end up in rags and uh, you may end up hurt. So, Lord, we thank you for your warnings about alcohol. We thank you for your warnings about trying to get wealthy. Lord, um, may we be among those who live our lives in moderation. Lord, we want to be your people. We want to be good citizens to those around us. Lord, help us to be mature individuals and to live our lives with integrity and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.